Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome to today's episode on motivation. What is it? How do we get more of it? And what can we do about it? Before I get going, though, I just want to pause and I just want to hold space to take the opportunity to celebrate the beautiful land that we're all on and acknowledge that where I am currently recording this podcast, it is on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot and the people of Treaty 7. I choose to recognize the land as an act of reconciliation and to show gratitude for those whose territories we are visiting or currently residing. Thanks for helping me hold that space. And now let's go to the topic of the day, motivation. To start us off on the topic, I did a quick Google and here's what popped up. So on Google, when you look up motivation, it says the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. The reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. So sounds pretty basic, (laughs) but here's the biggest question that's been coming up for me lately is are we lining up our actions and behaviors with what we're trying to achieve? That, my friends, is what helps us create motivation. The thing is, when I used to think about motivation, I honestly used to think about I have it or I don't, okay? I always thought of it as something that was almost external (laughs) to myself, something I, I didn't have control over. Looking back, I either felt I was feeling motivated or I wasn't, okay? And the more I started to dig deeper on this topic and started to research it a lot more a couple of years ago, and even more so actually the end of last year and this year, I started to realize that motivation is actually, and this might be might be reiterating something that you already know. So for some, you might laugh at me and that's okay. This is a space to laugh and share tools and and really help each other along the way. But the thing that was funniest to me was that I didn't recognize that my motivation was actually coming very heavily from my own internal dialogue. How am I making that conscious connection of actions and behaviors to what I actually want to achieve? So acknowledging what motivates me, what pushes me, what gets me excited and drives me, am I starting to break down and look at specific behaviors and actions to support it? And that... I was not. (laughs) So like I said, something you might already know, but for me, that was a big learning. It's when I really started to recognize another level of power that I actually had, another level of control that I could be utilizing. It's almost like looking at motivation through the lens of quality, okay? So thinking about what resonates with you as a person, okay? What values do you have? What do you deeply want to accomplish and achieve in life? And basically, as I just said, are we really connecting the dots of how these actions and behaviors support it instead of having just a random list 
that we're trying to check off and accomplish without those connections. Now, it sounds super simple and it sounds like it might not be that powerful, but I promise you when you can make a connection to your action or behavior and how that feeds into you getting those bigger goals or how that feeds into what's really important to you as an individual, it actually helps give us that, you know, inspiring feeling behind it, that motivation. It empowers us to move forward, that momentum. Instead of just having a huge checklist of things that need to be accomplished, things that need to be completed. So I'll look at myself. I always think of the gym, for examples. And it's because I've been doing it for decades. And I always lacked a consistency. So I was always really good showing up and doing it, but I always lacked a consistency. So I always used to do it for months and then maybe a couple of weeks I'd be like, eh, I didn't really see a purpose. Or when I went off to vacation, it would just throw me off. Okay. Because I seen it as I had to work out. Now, one thing that helped feed my more successful attempts <laughs> with consistency around that was the fact of looking at the gym as serving a bigger goal of mine. So I want to invest in myself so that I can age gracefully. You know, I almost think about it as the work I'm doing today is hopefully allowing me to be a healthier Jill in 10, 20, hopefully 30, 40 years. Okay. So I started to make a connection that by me showing up and doing my dedicated workout for the day, that helps me, it serves me, it's working towards and align with helping me age more gracefully. So it was less about Jill, you got to go to the gym. And literally that was the internal dialogue. Oh, you have to do it. You got to do it. And instead, it was, I get to do it. I am doing something for myself today that will benefit me years later. So as I talked about earlier this season, deposits into my future self. It was a big reframe for me. And it allowed me to really tap into some quality motivation. Like I said, versus that checklist of things that just needed to be completed. So instead of it being one action or one behavior that's really separate, start exploring. How does this support what I want to achieve in life? And really take that moment to step back and make the connection for yourself. I promise you, it can be a game changer if you let it. I'm going to pull something from an article I read on my on my journey of discovery for motivation. And it's an article, the name of it is, Is Motivation What You Think It Is? by Susan Fowler. And it says in that article, one quote I'm going to pull out, is the skill of motivation is being able to identify, shift, and reflect on the reasons for your motivation. So exactly what I just talked about. And then she goes on to say, discipline, willpower, and externally generated excitement are actually redundant and unnecessary 
when your reasons for being motivated are based on developed values and noble purpose or inherent joy. Now, pretty cool because I always associated motivation with that willpower to do it. But this is another lens to look at it through. Are we making that connection of purpose? Are we aligning our behaviors and actions to really help fuel that motivation? Taking the time to really reflect and find out what's important to you is always a huge investment in yourself. So to be able to do that in line with, you know, fueling and feeding your motivation, asking yourself, what do you want to achieve? What do you as an individual want to support in life? Some people refer to this as your why statement. Simon Sinek talks a lot about it. Some great information, resources uh, to research there. You know, what is your why statement? And even start by making a note of how your actions and behaviors will actually support this. This is what will help promote and sustain that motivation. It helps refuel it. Motivation doesn't just happen. We have to consciously look at, reflect, and align our internal dialogue to support it. What are we trying to achieve or support and how will this action and behavior align with it? Again, sounds super cheesy and I promise you it's a big tool that you can do for yourself to help you gain that motivation, to help you support and sustain that self-motivation. If you're feeling sluggish some days and you just don't have that energy to get up and do it, that's okay. You're human. We all go through those. Every single one of us. But just saying we don't have the motivation, that's kind of on us. Let's be real. Some days I really do choose not to show up for myself. You know, it's like, eh, I don't want to. (laughs) Like I say a million times, I want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. But the most important thing around those times for me is knowing that I'm still in control of it. And if I want to be motivated, I have to take that ownership and do the work. So it's okay to make that choice. No, not today. And still connect the ownership that you're in control. You're choosing that today. You know, the reason I always like to address this and acknowledge this, even in the moments that I'm choosing not to, (laughs) that I'm choosing not to do the work, it's because I want us to always remember the power we have. We have that ability to spark our own motivation. And that to me, is a whole lot of power I didn't actually know I had. So bad moods, they're okay. (laughs) Days we want to be lazy, okay. And again, just own it. I am choosing not to today, but I can choose differently tomorrow. So again, even on days you don't have it in you, always remember the power that you do have. Let's look at some tips. So how do we keep ourselves self-motivated? First up, I already mentioned, reflect and name your why. 
So know your purpose and acknowledge what are even some goals you want to achieve. Then take the time, and I'm not joking, really look at and get clear on how your behaviors and actions will help you support it. This way, by you getting clear on what you're trying to achieve, not only do you have clarity around that, but you also acknowledge what will help you support it and allow you to work towards it. Another from that, I would say track it (laughs) and celebrate it. Celebrate those wins that you get. I always find celebrating for myself, it gives me the gas. It gives me the inspiration to show up for tomorrow. Because we all know this isn't easy and it's all hard work. Second tip, be kind to yourself. Some days, as I said, you just don't have it in you. Some days you want to make the choice to sit. And in these times, the only thing I'm going to encourage is still acknowledge that you have the power to change it. Next up, gratitude. Notice those wins. And when you make the choice to show up for yourself, sit in that. Feel good for that. What are you internally saying to yourself? Are you celebrating? Great job. That was hard. You know, would do that for a friend. Would be that source of empowerment to each other. But are you doing it for yourself? So acknowledge the steps you've taken. Name them out loud. Hearing them is also another way to celebrate yourself. Write them down. Tell somebody. Feel good about it and allow yourself to feel good about it. Live it. Live in them. (laughs) Okay? And really soak that up for next time. And then the last one that I'm going to recommend is just really focusing on that internal dialogue. What are your thoughts? Get clear on are your thoughts that you're having actually serving you? Or are they not? And if they're not, what can you do to change this? You know, is it a belief you have? Is it a story you're telling yourself? Really do some self-reflection and see why is that internal dialogue not supporting? And how could you change it so that you're really cheering yourself on? A lot of our mind is actually based on habit, okay? So realize that. It's important to build those neural pathways to help us achieve things and build the lives that we want. Even build the internal kind of happiness within and taking the effort to make that. Sometimes we have big barriers, though, that are standing in our way. And sometimes we need help. So be okay with that. Step into that. That's awareness. It's not a weakness. Asking for what we need is an important life skill. Just remember, if you're not familiar with, you know, cleaning your mind or or building a healthier way to get there, there are people whose jobs is solely dedicated for this. Reach out. Help get the life that you want. And for those of us who are continuously cleaning your mind or you want to really get conscious on those thoughts you have and focus on letting them serve you, look up the term neuroplasticity. It's fantastic. 
It talks about how we can legitimately rewire our own brains to help us be more successful. It's about awareness. It's about consciously bringing awareness to our thoughts and breaking some of those old habits that just don't serve us and making a more conscious habit to build some healthier ones. So again, tips to help us stay self-motivated, reflect and connect with our why, be kind to yourself, show gratitude for your achievements and your energy, and really start to get aware and clean that mind. We are all heroes in our own story, and that can be a tremendous source of power if we are brave enough to step into it. Questions like, what do I want? What steps do I really need to take to achieve it and to get there? And how can I support myself to do it? Are all valuable and game-changing questions if we start to align our actions and behaviors with them. So as I always want to promote on this show, it's really about learning how to tap in to and utilize the internal power that I promise you all have. We all have a huge amount of power and it's just about learning how to tap into that. As always, I hope you heard something today that really helped spark or reinforce or even give you a new tool to consider while you're on your own journey. I always recommend if you found something useful, share it, recommend it. Whether it's this podcast or our article or a book, take the time to share it. Rate it on social media, give it reviews. All of those actions really help to get this information out there and to help us circulate it so that more people can learn and be supported to tap into their own power while on these individual journeys. Remember, this work is not easy. (laughs) And if you make mistakes, you stumble or have to recalibrate and start over again. Join the club. I'm there too. (laughs) It's a very imperfect process and it's all foundational on learning how to power yourself. 